This is a Color Pencil Podcast, session number 202. Welcome to Sharpened Artist, a colored pencil podcast where we discuss in detail all things in and around colored pencils and the colored pencil artist. And now your hosts, Lisa Clow and John Middick. Hello, my name is John Middick of SharpenedArtist.com, and this is the Color Pencil Podcast, where we discuss anything and everything surrounding this medium that we love so much. Now, this is going to be a solo show with yours truly. Uh, Lisa's not here today, and I'm going to take you back in time just a little bit and talk to you a little bit more about me and what I was doing when I first decided that I was going to pursue art as a hobby, not not as a business or anything like that or doing commissions, but as a hobby. Okay, so uh, I want to take you back to around, I'm, I'm 48 years old right now. My birthday's in January, so I've been 48 for a few months at the time of this recording. But I want to take you back to a time where I was... I was close to 40 years old, and I, I want to say that it was around probably um, 2009-ish, right in there, and I was around 37, 38 years old, and I started getting interested in drawing again. And I wondered, you know, I used to draw when I was younger and when I was a a child, obviously I drew then, everybody does, right? But then as a teenager, I got real serious about it, even uh, as a young adult in middle school. But as a teenager, I really pursued it a lot. And I started oil painting even later in my late teen years, early 20s. Um, But I was drawing a lot in graphite and loved it. I didn't I didn't know that there was a such thing as drawing in colored pencil at all. Didn't ever occur to me that you could actually do anything in colored pencil. I'm talking about when I was younger. Uh, but then even when I came back to art, I didn't know anything about that. So I decided, okay, I want to start doing this again. I took a 20, 25-year break, and I thought, I'm going to come back, and this is going to be hard. I remember that I enjoyed this. Um, but I think this is going to be hard. And I I was kind of fearful about it um, for whatever reason. And I don't, I wish I remembered this, but I don't remember exactly what it was that made me think I wanted to do this again. And it may have been just looking back through some of my old artwork. I don't know. It was like um, one day I just decided, hey, uh, go to the store and... You know, maybe um, there was an implanted memory from, um, you know, a uh, extraterrestrial or something. <laughs> I'm being silly, but maybe they said, go to store, go get art supplies, start drawing again. I don't know. But anyway, I went and did that and I went to the art store and I didn't know anything about anything because when I drew earlier um, as a young adult, I just did it. Everything was just intuitive. Uh, I did everything intuitively. 
and spontaneously and I didn't think about anything that I was really doing. I would get books sometimes, you know, get some help with certain things, but I really didn't read them much. I would skip over to uh, the demonstration areas. I didn't do any of the exercises. Um, And so I came back to it and I felt like I was starting all over again. And the reason I felt like I was starting all over again is because I was starting all over again. So I had to kind of relearn everything. And I thought, okay, I'm going to do this right. I'm, I'm going to actually learn what I don't know. And actually, I'm not going to skip steps. I'm going to try to study value and learn color theory and and really go through uh, teaching myself. You know, I'm, I'm going to pursue self-education and I'm going to go wherever that takes me, and I'm going to reach out to artists whose work I admire, and I'm going to look around and find a mentor or a group of mentors. And essentially, that's what I did, is I found mentors. I was mentored from afar, because I saw artists that were creating works that I really loved, and I started analyzing what they did and uh, reading about their process and looking at their websites and seeing what they did. And, and then I would reach out to them through email and, and they would email me back and I would ask questions and they would answer. And it was, it was pretty phenomenal actually for me. I was just ecstatic. So I read a lot of books and I took a, a mini workshop, a couple of those. I took a full workshop. Uh, I'm trying to remember some of the things that I did. One thing in particular that really did help me a lot was beginning with graphite again. Working in graphite because I studied values and relationships between values. And I didn't worry about color. And that really benefited me a lot because I was just isolating one aspect of drawing. And I took my time and I kept working at that. But then pretty soon I, I started taking commissions because people, friends and neighbors and family started asking me if I would take commissions. And I was learning as I was doing them, but they still enjoyed the commission work that I was doing. And so, and of course, that made me feel really good. I was happy about that. But what's interesting is I look back now and I I think about that path. And that really was a great path to study all of these things in this monochromatic way. And I picked a subject matter that I was excited about. And because of that, I think it influenced my work after that. I stumbled across colored pencils somewhere along the line. I think I saw it online first and could not believe that, you know, that colored pencil could actually look like that. And I was quickly introduced to the colored pencil society of America. I joined, went to one of their meetings, um, Talked everyone's ear off, probably annoyed a lot of people. <laughs> I'm sure I did. And I started trying to use colored pencil. And you know what stuck with me was all of that work that I had done using graphite. Now, I bought some tutorials online. And I looked at um, what other people 
you know, what other artists were doing and uh, looked at, you know, some written out tutorials and things like that. And those were very helpful. And early on, I actually um, took, what was that? It was, I guess maybe he called it a course or it was a, uh, a tutorial at the very least of uh, how to draw a portrait uh, by uh, Daryl Tank of the Five Pencil Method. And I went through that, and I didn't realize until I was done that he had a, a reference photo. I don't know how I missed that, but I was just so focused on my my career, my day job, uh, pretty much. But there was a reference. For whatever reason, my observation skills were not the best, but there was a reference photo that I should have downloaded uh, that came with this uh, DVD, I guess, is what it was. And I could have followed along while he was drawing this um particular portrait and I didn't do that I watched him draw it and listen to what he was saying about what he was doing and the process and I thought it was really great and so I just applied it to a portrait that I was working on I think that worked I mean it worked for what I was doing I guess probably would have worked better had I followed directions better but nonetheless but I attended a mini workshop in colored pencil not too many years after this time period that I'm talking to you about. And I, it was so exciting uh, being, being there just around all these other artists. I mean, we were all just sharing and talking about what we were working on. We were working on separate things instead of just everybody drawing the same thing, which I really love that kind of thing. But anyway, I remember driving back in my car away from that excitement and away from all of that interaction and that experience and thinking to myself alone with my thoughts. And I thought, I'm, I'm going to do something with this. I'm not going to just do one thing. You know, I'm not going to just look at this and, and move on and, and not do this anymore. Uh, there needs to be a full course on how to draw portraits in colored pencil. I'd already looked around. There wasn't one. There still is not a full, exhaustive, methodical course on how to draw portraits in colored pencil. And at the time when I was thinking about that, I thought, why Why is there not one out there? Why, why has nobody done this? I would buy it. Uh, it would be something that would help me so much. It was the one thing I wanted to do more than anything else. I wanted to draw a portrait in colored pencil. And nobody was uh, teaching how to do that, not in the way that I wanted to learn it. I wanted a methodical process that didn't tell me all the answers to every single thing because just because I said so kind of thing, but told me why an artist was making the choices that they were and what led them to that decision. And that's what I wanted. So a teacher, someone that could actually talk about the why, not just the how, not just a tutorial, in other words, but talk to me about an appeal to me as an artist and how I am bent as an individual and unique artist. And I wanted that so bad. And, and I, I started thinking about that and I thought, why can't I do that? Well, and, and I kind of laughed, and I I do laugh about myself back then, thinking that because I I wasn't ready for that. I could not have done that, 
Um, and it was kind of a comical thought. But you know how it is when you're in the car and you're thinking things because you're excited in your mind. Your mind's racing and you're thinking of what is possible. And that that's what I was thinking about. Well, fast forward so many years later, I finally decided what I would do is I would start a podcast. And that's what I did do. Uh, back in 2015, I started uh, organizing it and figuring out what to do in 2014, but I finally released it in 2015, and Lisa Clow and I started recording these podcast episodes, and then we released them. But at the same time, I was wondering to myself, okay, I created this podcast. That's a good thing. That was and one of my motivations, and I just looked at it the other day, that I had written down back in 2014 was create a podcast to help other artists just like me when they were when I was starting out help them on their journey to get going when they're starting out um, so I did that box checked and I thought okay another thing I need to do is the thing that I thought about a long time ago and that is create a comprehensive course that includes downloadable PDF workbooks and includes high-definition video instruction, and also includes a, a variety of methodical techniques and processes, not just one, that would lead someone to success and help them find the answers quickly and in a uniform way that doesn't have them just you know, searching and scouring the internet to try to find the answers and trying to fit all the information together and piece it together as they compile it and as they find it, you know, that kind of thing. And so one year after that, I launched the Sharpened Artist Academy. And the funny thing about that, and maybe many of you don't know this, but I worked on it um, a lot, <laughs> day and night. And there was a lot of sleepless nights. It was it was hard work. It was it was fun. It was worth the effort. But finally, there was this big tech glitch right before you know, and that just that happens. It happens so often. But anyway, big tech glitch that created a problem where I could not upload every video that I wanted to. Um, and the file size limit was uh, a problem, and there was a few other things. I won't go into all that. Anyway, I was going on vacation in the middle of it being uh, launched and, and uh, being made live. And I went on vacation with my family. We went down to Disney in Florida, and I was walking around Magic Kingdom, and on my smartphone I was fixing tech issues and releasing uh, the videos inside the course. It was a... It was a crazy, crazy time. Um, it was a lot of fun, though, and uh, I helped a lot of artists. Some of those artists have stayed in contact. They're still in the course, um, and they'll write to me from time to time. We've had conversations. They've gone on to do a lot of awesome, awesome things, and some of them are uh, very successful in selling their own commissions. And I'm super excited about that. That was my goal. That was my purpose for doing that. And nothing jazzes me up more than to hear that I was able to help somebody who was just like me in the same situation that I was in not that long ago. Uh, that's exciting to me. You know, it's it's another level of enjoying your hobby. And that's what that's what this is. The Sharpened Artist Academy. That's why I've created it. 
Well, I want to tell you one thing, and if you're brand new and you've not ever been a part of this podcast community, then I want to welcome you here. Thanks for listening. I'm so excited that you're here and that you're listening. I wouldn't have a show. We would not be able to produce the podcast if it wasn't for you listening. And I appreciate you so, so much. Something super exciting, though, happened last year. Well, a few things super exciting happened last year. Uh, for one, I I uh, was laid off from my day job. I worked at Macy's corporate office as in IT, and I was laid off from that. That was exciting. It really was exciting, not being uh, even sarcastic or facetious about that. Uh, and so it allowed me to pursue art full time, which I have been doing since then. I love it. But the second thing happened, the thing that I really wanted to do, the one area that I really, I really wanted to help colored pencil artists in was in drawing portraits. And I've not, I was not able to get that portrait course that I wanted to release to artists that wanted to draw portraits, but felt like they couldn't. They're excited about wanting to create a likeness, but thought that it was just outside of their grasp and that they would never be able to actually do that. I created that. I, I got that launched finally, and it was so great. I, I'm so super excited about how that has gone. I mean, I have, I've got 20 students who went through that material uh, and are wrapping up now. And we, we released that in the fall of 2018, uh, and there's, we only allowed 20 students to uh, come into the course and to uh, buy the course at that time. And, you know, that, that was super exciting. Uh, we had to close the doors after a couple of weeks, and we only allowed those 20. But we're going to be opening the doors back up again. And so I just wanted to let you know and just just to let you know that we are going to be accepting more students this time. There is a wait list. Uh, but if you get in quickly and you go over to the show notes, I'll have a link there for you so you can get on the wait list. If you're interested at all in taking the face value, the ultimate color pencil portrait course, uh, finding out more about it, then just get on the wait list. You'll get the best price that will be available to anybody if you're on the wait list and you know, you'll be notified before anyone when it comes back out and it's about to be released one more time here this year. But in the course, I go over everything that I do when I create a portrait. I show you every single thing and we jump on live video chat once a week. Inside the course, we don't speed up the videos. They're full length. You see everything that I'm doing from start to finish. So what I've done is I've packaged up all my experience and learning into a comprehensive course that holds you by the hand and gives you accountability if you want the accountability. But the course also allows you to go at your own pace. And for those that are inside the course right now, it, they can tell you I've been their biggest cheerleader. And, you know, there's times that I have to remind them that what they're doing is right or with just a few minor corrections, they're right on track. 
with certain things. And so without a, a guide, without some kind of mentorship, um, you can still do it. You can create portraits and you can learn. Um, but I, I got to tell you, with a guide and with being able to get critiques and feedback on what you're doing, uh, making sure that you see it from the right angle, you know, they're having a positive spin uh, on things and, and being able to correct issues helps you to move forward and get past some of the hangups that you encounter whenever you're just trying to learn on your own and you're trying to learn something in a vacuum. One of the other things that we talk about inside uh, the course and we and I go over um, in detail is how to draw freehand, how to draw a portrait freehand. And we actually start with graphite and we're just, you know, learning how to look at, at uh, you know, it's observation skills. Look at the reference and be able to draw from that. You know, I've hired some actors and actresses to pose and we're using real life examples of people. And so we're looking, we're using observation skills and I, I break all that down and I show you exactly how to do that. And incidentally, there is a YouTube video that I just put up. So if you want to take a look at that, um, I'm freehanding a portrait in that video. Now, why am I doing, is this to brag on John and talk about how great I am? No, not at all. I'm interested in drawing portraits and you may not be, that may not be your thing at all. And you may not want to go over there and look at that YouTube video then, because that's what I'm doing is I'm freehanding a portrait. Um, and I'm showing that it can be done very, very quickly. You know, just a little over an hour, you can have a portrait done that looks like the person and actually uh, is compelling and, and, and is fun to draw, too. But that may not be your thing. My, my point about talking about it is this, that whatever your thing is, though, and if you're at the very beginning or maybe you've been drawing for a few years, but you feel like you're not getting any traction, I just want you to know that I've been there too. I, I was there. Actually, one of my first commission that I did, I charged $5. It was in graphite, drawing of a girl, $5. I look back on it now and it is cringeworthy. It is horrible. It's terrible. I can't believe they even paid that. Um, I just want you to know that you can do this and you can you will improve if you're wanting to improve if you really desire to improve and to get better and to level up in your skills you will do that i believe that firmly i think that drawing is a skill it's an important discipline and anyone can learn it anyone can get better and they can perfect it they can get so good at doing it that by the time you know you're you're done, whatever you think done is, but <laughs> several years down the road, and maybe it won't take that long for you. And I I think you can short circuit that time uh, by studying this in a concentrated way. Uh, and I'm not saying just my course. If if the course isn't right for you, it's not right for you. That's fine. But if you decide that you're going to study portraiture. Or whatever subject matter we're talking about. You know, maybe you want to draw landscapes or still life or something like that. Whatever it is that you get excited about drawing that subject matter. I firmly believe that if you dedicate yourself to honing your craft, perfecting it, learning from your past mistakes, looking forward and having a positive mindset and 
and this one's optional, obviously, but finding a mentor or reading a book or fill in the blank, but having some direction really is what it is. If you do those things, you will improve. You will get so good at it that you can take your art anywhere, anywhere. I really believe that. It doesn't matter what it is in your mind right now. I, and I don't, I don't know what it is, but whatever that thing is, when you're in your car and you're driving back, maybe driving away from work, or maybe you left a workshop that you attended, or maybe you're sitting there in your easy chair in the evening right before you go to bed and you're drinking your last cup of tea or whatever, or whatever the case is, I know what's going on in your mind. You're thinking about some things that might be possible in the future for your art. And what I want to do is just encourage you to think about those things that maybe are possible because they are possible. All right, this is a shorter show today, and I just want to tell you again, if you are interested in just finding out more information about the uh, face value, the ultimate color pencil portrait course, and when it will be opening back up again, then I invite you to go to the show notes, sharpenedartist.com slash podcast, and I'll have a link set up for you right there, and you can sign up, and I'll send you information when it becomes available. And you can make the uh, decision whether or not it's right for you. Otherwise, check out that uh, YouTube video or email me and just let me know what you're working on, what you're excited about, what is your next project, what's on your art desk right now. You know, what are you working on? I'd love to hear that. I'd love to know what that is. You can always email the show podcast at sharpenedartist.com. And this is a weekly show, and we'll talk to you again next week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. All the show notes can be found at www.sharpenedartist.com.